Welcome, everybody, to the DC Tweet Team post-game podcast. I am your host, Andy, and today I'm privileged to say that I am joined by, from the HTWR podcast, Maddie Croker. Maddie, how are you? Thank you for joining the podcast. I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me, Andy. I'm super excited, you know, under the circumstances, getting a win, especially against the Dallas Cowboys. Couldn't be much happier right now. I'm pretty pleased. No, we sit here uh, chatting now after a 25-3 to Washington victory, a completely dominant performance from the Washington organization. Let's just get straight into it. I mean, Maddie, what stood out for you after we've literally just watched the game? What stood out for you most about this uh, really good team performance? Yeah, I think uh, one of the biggest things I think that's, that stood out to me was the play of Cole Holcomb. Uh, getting that interception in the red zone, you know, right before the second half or the first half was over. And then just, you know, making big plays, like the sack, things like that, just coming out, you know, obviously he was hurt for a lot of the beginning of the season. And so for him to come out and have a breakout game like that, I think that was pretty huge. Um, And then just the lack of turnovers this week. I know last week we had two really big turnovers and in a close game that really did make the difference. Um, Coming back this week and having none, I think that's huge, and I think that you can win games that way, even if you don't have just an incredible offense. You know, you if you can limit those turnovers, I think you can win games that way. So uh, those are two big things I think that stood out to me. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, people say that we played a, a beat-up Dallas team, but we can only play what's put in front of us, and the stats don't lie. I mean, if you look at Kyle Allen, who's 15 for 25, 194 yards, two touchdowns, and like you crucially just said, that there was no interceptions from our quarterback today, which is, if you want to win games of football, don't turn the ball over. It's as simple as that. Um, you look at our rushing yards, Antonio Gibson, 20 carries for 128 yards, one touchdown, uh, unbelievable. Logan Thomas, Four receive uh, four receiving yard, uh, four rece- receptions for sixty yards, one touchdown. Uh, Terry McLaurin, a great touchdown from him. Seven receptions for ninety yards. This really was a team effort, wasn't it? It really was. It really was. Like you said, Logan Thomas playing some great ball. I think a lot of people, um, even Ron Rivera, was just talking about it in his presser. I was just listening to. Just talked about how uh, a lot of people sleep on Logan Thomas uh, because he's not this elite. You know established tight end but he's growing in his position he's really learning this role and that one uh, catch I know I can remember the one on third down I believe it was where he just went up and grabbed the ball and he came down with it with uh, pressure in his face you know and and that's a huge play you know those are the plays that make a difference and so you know him being able to do that being a big guy that can get those targets and go up and get the ball that's just that's huge for a team like this that needs everything they can take on offense so Definitely pleased with his play. And I know, I mean, if you've listened to, you know, anything I've ever said before, if anybody has listening, y'all know I love Terry McLaurin. He is my guy. <laughs> yeah, I, know I that. love him. So, <laughs> you know, always pleased with anything he does. I mean, he always, you know, finds a way to get to, to get yards and, and get points on the board. So love him as well, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Maddie, obviously you, you've watched a lot of Washington games like myself. How important was it to, today we sent out a statement, not only to the, uh, to the NFC East, but to, you know, to ourselves more than anything. We, you know, we've come off, we've lost our last five games. How important was it that we put in a performance like we did today? I think it was crucial, especially considering that we have the bye week coming up. You know, if we were to, to have lost to the Giants last week in that heartbreaking, you know, last minute loss, and then, you know, if we came out and lost this game today, it would be tough. I think there would be a lot of hope lost. It would be tough to kind of, for the fans and probably even the players alike, to kind of stay motivated. 
Um, so I think this was huge. And again, it wasn't even just like, oh, we barely squeezed by this win. I mean, the offense seemed to really start to put some things together today. The defense played like we were, we've been hoping that they would play all season. It was reminiscent of the, their game against the Eagles, where I understand the offensive line of the Cowboys and the Eagles were decimated, but still, where they, you know, got the pressure, the secondary played well, just kind of playing well on all facets. So I think having a complete performance, like we've talked about, going into the bye week and building off of that, I think that that's huge for the morale of the team. And like you said, the division's wide open. We're right there in the thick of it. And we just beat Dallas, which a lot of people thought, you know, would be the ones that probably would come out with this division. Um, So, I mean, you know, I think the sky's the limit from here and everything, like I said, is open. And we got some time to, you know, just see, you know, again, like in this bye week, what really worked this week on offense, what really worked on defense. And then hopefully, you know, take that, um, into our next game and, and kind of continue to build from where we left off here today. Yeah, 100%. Like you say, we've got the, we've got the bye week now and then we've got the Giants. And yeah, we're really in the, we're really in the mix now. Shame's weird to say that we've won two games and we're in the mix yeah. for the division. But, you know, that's, that's 2020. It's been a weird year. So why not just win six or seven games and we could win the division? You never know. It, it, you know strange things are happening in 2020, my friend. Um, yeah. Antonio Gibson today, first 100-yard game for the, uh, in the NFL. How impressed were you with him today? I'm super impressed with Antonio Gibson. He's one of those guys that you watch and, you know, there will be uh, plays that seem to be to get blown up, um, you know, right when they start. And he still can make, you know, four, you know, three, four yards out of those plays. And I think that kind of thing is huge where we're not getting, you know, a ton of second and 13s or second and four, you know, but but yep. even when there seems to be nothing, he can squeeze by and, and squeeze out a few yards. I think things like that are huge, which a lot of people don't talk about, but that's a huge thing. But even just his explosiveness out of the backfield that he's, you know, again, in college, he was, you know, doing a lot of receiving. He wasn't just specifically a running back. He's learning how to be a running back, learning the things like vision and, and all that, the patience that comes along with being an NFL running back. But I think he's learning and you can tell that each week. He's getting better and better, and we were just kind of waiting for this type of breakout game, and and here it was today in perfect in a perfect game where the conditions weren't great. You know, it was rainy. You needed to be able to run the ball well. I think that was going to be a big difference in this game. Who could run the ball better? And obviously, we did, and and a huge part of that was Antonio Gibson. So I'm excited because again, I think even as as well as he's doing right now, he's only going to get better. Um, and, and develop more so this while I'm super excited for today's performance really it just makes me even more excited to like to see by the end of the season you know how much has he improved and, and what he can be because I think you know for him I really do think the sky's the limit he seems to just be a, a playmaker yeah games like today are only gonna you know they're only gonna improve his his confidence you know like you say we go into the bye week and then we have the Giants what another another great chance for him to really step it up again and if we can win that game who knows but I mean but how impressed would you with Kyle Allen today obviously you know we've all all our podcasts us and you guys over on your podcast we've all talked about the quarterback debate how uh how impressed were you with Kyle Allen's performance today I think that uh Kyle Allen did a, a great job Uh, I think that he did, you know, I think in a situation like this, I think a lot of people are like, well, he's not the guy moving forward. You know, he won't be the guy of the future. And I understand that that's very likely. But he uh, what he did today, he did play well, but he played well enough. And when you have a good defense, when you have, you know, what you have um, on the defensive side of the ball, you know, he doesn't have to be elite. He doesn't have to 
you know, put the entire game and team on his back. He just needs to play well. He needs to take what the defense gives, and he needs to just make the plays when they're there to be made, and I think he did that today. And again, like we talked about, limit the turnovers. He didn't throw any interceptions today. He didn't lose the ball to any fumbles today. Those kind of things are huge. There was only one play in the game. Uh, I think it was at one point it was like a second down when they were in the red zone, and he threw it, and that was like the only play where I was like, whoa. That was, you know, maybe shouldn't have thrown that there. Maybe just try to throw that <laughs> away. But other than that, that was really the only play where I was like, oof. So, I mean, in that respect, that's good. Because, I mean, a lot there was a lot of other plays where I was like, man, that was a great throw. The ball to Terry, you know, some of the balls to Logan. Like, the different things that he did, escape in the pocket. There was one time where he escaped and he got a first down. That was huge. It was a huge play. So, you know, doing the things, again, taking what the defense gives and um, just playing good football. So So, I was really pleased with him. Uh, I think if he can continue to play like that and build on what he did today, I think we can win some more games. Um, and again, will we be, you know, headed to the Super Bowl? I don't know about all that, <laughs> but I cool, think don't get me excited, there, Matty. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he played well today. And and again, if he continues to play like that, I think I think we can be in um, in a good position. Yeah, I mean, he also that uh, he had a big um, a rush, a fifteen yard gain. He went like, you know, he got out of the pocket right. and he, he moved his feet. A lot of people criticised him, saying, "Well, you know, he doesn't really get out of the pocket much." But he moved around a little bit today, like you say, he threw the ball away when he needed to. He seemed to be a more uh, composed quarterback today, if that makes sense. He didn't seem to rush things. Yep, you know, the the Dallas Cowboys weren't the team that they could have been, but that's not awful. You know what I mean? Kyle Allen can only come out and play what's in front of him, and I thought he did a I thought he did a very very good job today. Um, only a few things that that we might uh, that might um, hinder us down the road. Um, Landon Collins um, out the game looks like he could be out for a while. How big an impact do you think that'll have on our team? Yeah, I think that that's big, especially because it, it, it was a tough because obviously a lot of people have you know been talking about. You know, he's left some tackles on the field. He, he hasn't been playing great as of yet. But today, I mean, in the game today, you look at it, he had that – he stripped the ball from uh, Andy Dalton that resulted in that safety early in the game. That was huge. I mean, that was – we had just, you know, not converted on that fourth down and they got get the ball. You know, that's a huge play right there. Um, so he was playing well, I felt like, early in this game. So it's always h- hard when you're, you know, having maybe the game that kind of turns your season around and then you get hurt. Um, so I think that that's going to be, you know, obviously we already know that safety has been something where we've all been talking about, like, we need to get better there. Uh, but thankfully, mm-hmm. I really do believe in Cam Curl. And I think DeShazer Everett has come into the past few weeks and um, has really proven that, you know, with what we have right now, he is the guy to be uh, playing the free safety position. So I think it's going to, of course, have an impact. I mean, Landon Collins is a great player. And when he plays well, he plays well um, and makes a difference. So I definitely think it's going to it's going to uh, make a difference, but I do think it gives us a chance to see what we have in Cam Curl even more. I mean, he has played this season, um, but even more, we'll get to see what we have in him if Landon is out for a considerable amount of time. But again, it's not something you want to see. I hope that, you know, it's not too serious of an injury, but, you know, at this point it didn't look good, but we don't know. Hopefully, hopefully he'll be fine, but uh, definitely. Don't yeah. Yeah, I mean, at least we have, like you say, at least we have got the bye week coming up. There's no game next week, yeah. so let's let's hope he can get some rest. One other kind of sour point: What did you make of the Bostic hit on um, Dalton? That would look. I, at first, I just thought, oh, that's a bit. I thought that was a, a just a just a, nor- a normal hit. Right. You know, Dalton, for a lot of people have already commented, and I think quite a few people have tweeted me already. I'm just reading some now that Dalton was already sliding. What did you want Bostic to do? And then some people are saying he should be fined like a month's uh, salary for the hit. 
what what did you make of it Maddie yeah I think um that was definitely when I saw that I was I was like man that's it felt like right away it felt like one of those hits where you're like man hope I wish that could have been avoided because you just saw right away like that was a that that was a tough hit on Dalton I do think that he was already in the act of sliding I understand I'm not a football player you know in those moments he is sliding but Bostic probably has his head down just ready to go you know I think when we look at just who Bostic has been as a player for us, I don't think that John Bostic is a dirty player. You know, there are some guys Mm -hmm. in the league that make those kind of hits and they're dirty players. So you're like, well, you know, that kind of guy will do that kind of thing. I don't think that Bostic is a dirty player or that he has shown that he has been. I do think that it was just, you know, a a mistake on his part. You know, he he just, you know, again, I think it, it, it did look like Andy was sliding at that point and giving himself up. So you don't want to see that kind of hit happen. I don't know. A lot of people were like, well, it wasn't helmet to helmet. And that's probably true. So, like, it probably could have been even worse. But, again, it was just kind of a crappy situation how it happened. And and while I don't think it was dirty, you know, I understand why they ejected him because they're trying to get rid of hits like that. And you have to be careful when you see, you know, a quarterback giving himself up. You're going to have to, you know, that is something that you have to be careful of. And, and so – um, definitely hated to see it for Dalton. Hope he's okay. Cause you don't want to see any player go down like that. For sure. No. Um, but again, I don't think that it was necessarily intentionally dirty by Bostic, but wouldn't be surprised to see him get, some people are even saying suspension. I, I don't know if, if yeah, I'm reading far, a but... bit about that now. A lot of people are saying, you know, two game suspension and right. yeah, like you said, I don't know if it's, you got, I mean, Ron Rivera, I've just literally just before me and you started recording the podcast, he said, look, Bostic, he's yeah, he should know better. He's a veteran, but he, he'd have to watch it again, but that's not the kind of player he is. So you'd like to think that you, like you said, some players you look at and think, well, yeah, you meant right. that. I, I'd like to think he didn't mean this. Right. right? Agreed. Yeah, so I mean, let's let's like you say, let's hope Dalton's okay. You know, you know, you never want to um, hear any injury on any uh, any player. But um, over here, Maddie, we have a little saying: "Man of the match." You guys call it game balls. Who for you stood out? If was it one particular player? If you had to choose, give it a game ball or pick a man of the match, as we say over here in the UK, who for you was uh, the Washington standout player today, and why? Ah, oh, that's a tough one because I kind of have you know on either side of the ball. I feel like. Um, like I talked about earlier, I think Cole Holcomb with the interception and, and things like that, that was a huge game. But I do think because we talked about earlier and again with the conditions, I think you had to be able to run the ball to win this game today. And mm-hmm. um, we did that. And Antonio Gibson was a huge part of that. So I think for that reason, the game ball has to go to Antonio Gibson uh, because what he contributed really did, um, I think, win the Washington this team, this this game today. So I'd say game ball goes to Gibson. Yeah, no, I definitely. I mean, I've I put it out there on social media. Quite a few people said Gibson, Cole Holcomb uh, was one. Um, Logan Thomas was another. But like we said, this really was a team performance. Where do you think this leaves us now, Maddie? What do you think uh, the rest of the uh, season holds? Obviously, we're going to the bye week. Then we have the Giants, you know. We win that. There we go to three and five. And then I think we've got the Bengals. We've got some really – someone's just tweeted me saying we could <laughs> – I don't know how this could happen. We could win our next six games. <laughs> Listen, I wouldn't <laughs> complain. I would be I would be thrilled if that happened. I mean, honestly, again, we saw last week um we almost beat the Giants I think you know if we would have just kicked the extra point and gone into overtime I really do think that we could have probably beaten that Giants team I think that's a winnable game I think again if you build on on what you did today I think it was just because we weren't playing from behind I think we really saw the offense kind of really like go into their bag and and the playbook kind of open up a little bit more and just see like okay what can we do with this offense because mm-hmm. we weren't having to throw the ball all the time and things like that we really established the run game all of that stuff 
So I think this was the perfect game to do that. And then again, going into the bye, you really can unpack it, watch the film, you know, really um, see what you what you have. I think that, you know, I don't want to get ahead of myself. I know I'm a person that's super optimistic about this team. You know, we had a we have a good game, so I want to be like, oh yeah, we can we can win all these games coming up. You know, I want to I want to obviously. <laughs> um, you don't have to tell me I had us getting into playoffs at the start. Right, <laughs> exactly. So, but um, I think that we can. I think we can. I think this team can win more games. I think if the defense continues to play well and the offense just kind of gets their footing, I think that there are some winnable games in this schedule. Um, and I think that. It's just, I think they're going to be close ones. I think it's going to be, you know, I think one thing that's going to have to improve is the kicking game. Like, Justin Hopkins is missing too many kicks at this point, and I think that there are going to be games coming up where it may be that a kick wins you or, or loses you the game. So I think something like that has to tighten up. Um, yeah, does it, does it um, amaze you a little bit that, obviously, you know, Ron Rivera was pretty quick to drop Haskins and get rid of him. Is he, are you uh, a bit shocked that Hopkins is still is still in the kicker? He said he's not gonna, he's not looking to make a change. I mean, I was at the game at Wembley over here in England when he missed yeah. that shit field goal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I am. I've, never, I've still never forgiven that. him for that. Right, I, I think that um, I, I I am surprised. I would be shocked if over the bye week they don't try to bring someone in to compete. Uh, because I think that it gets to a point, and again, like Hopkins has been pretty solid for the most part overall. Obviously, this mm-hmm. I think this season by far has been one of his worst of his career. But I just think again, when you're a team that is is going to really need to take every point you can get because you're not an elite team, you have to have a kicker that you can trust. And if if we don't see any changes, um, I would be, or at least again, some competition. So bring in other guys and just let them compete and see. If, if anybody else looks a little more solid, because again, I do think it can make a difference. So I am kind of surprised by that, to be honest with you. Um, I, I'll be even mm. more surprised if in the next few weeks, there's nobody brought in. I'll be like, okay, I don't really understand what's happening here. Um, that would be, that would be surprising to me. Pete Haley put out an interesting tweet, Maddie. I don't know if you caught that before the game. It'd be interesting to get your views on this. Do you think that might be the last game that we see Ryan Carrigan play for the organisation? Oh, that is, um, that's a good question. I've been thinking about that a lot, um, just as far as like understanding the situation and understanding Ryan Kerrigan is a guy you don't want to lose as a fan of this team. Like he's been here, he's been through it all. But I do also understand that these young guys are incredible. I mean, they're developing and Chase Young and Montez Sweat and even Ryan Anderson and some of these other guys they have, James Smith-Williams. I mean, there's just a lot of young depth on this, on this, in that position right now. So I, I'd understand you know, if they can get something for him. We are still in a rebuild, and we need more pieces. Obviously, there are a lot more pieces we need in other places. So um, I think that it's possible. I do think it's interesting that, you know, Montez did have to leave the game with a possible concussion. Now, of course, if it is just a concussion, you know, but he could be back for our next game, but since we have the bye. So that may not be a huge thing. Um, I think it's very possible. I would be really sad because I do love Kerrigan. But again, if it happened and we got, you know, a, a draft pick we, or we got a deal we couldn't refuse, I understand the move. Um, but I think it's very possible. I, I don't know. I don't know, but I don't know how I feel about it. You know, I don't. How do you feel? You think it would be good to keep him around with these young, like you say, with like the likes of Chase Young? Would it be good? Like we, we let Adrian Peterson go, and I said that at the time. I think he'll be such a good person to have around in this weird season. It is twenty twenty. Right. Do you think that Carrigan's experience alone, just till the end of the season, would do us good to keep him around? I think so. I think, and in, in one you know example you can see of that automatically is how many times do they does the media talk to Chase, and how many times does he bring up Ryan Kerrigan? Uh, as a guy mm-hmm. 
that he looks up to, that he learns from, that he's learning from every step of the way, just how to be a pro, those kind of things. Those things matter. And having that leader in the locker room matters when you have these young guys with a lot of talent. But, yeah, maybe they do need a little bit more time to learn how to be a pro. And who better to learn from than Ryan Kerrigan, who has been a pro his entire career and is just a great player, great guy. So I think that there is value in that. Um, so, you know, if they were to trade him for something that just looks like they're just trying to get something out of him, that's where I'd be like, you know, I don't know about that. I think he's worth more than that. But if they get an offer they can't refuse, again, I'd understand it. Um, but, uh, you know, there's part of me that does hope that they keep him around. There's there's a lot of me that hopes that he retires in the Burgundy and Gold. But, again, I understand it. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. Yeah, a lot of people have said that. I mean, I I, I personally, I, I hope he stays just to the end of the season, just so we can have that experienced head, just for the likes of Chase Young, yeah. just to get us through to the end of the 2020 season. But yeah, it will, will, time will tell. One player that I want to quickly talk about there, we mentioned him a few times, Montez Sweat, two sacks today. How impressed were you with that man? Montez Sweat is a baller. He is a certified baller. I love Sweat. Um, I think a lot of people looked, you know, because of course, first round pick, you're going to expect right out the gate him to be you know producing and and I felt like he had a good season last season but it wasn't you know it wasn't like it is so far this season I mean he is making plays and I think a, a big part of that probably is having Chase on the other side taking up maybe more blocks and just the line in general you know he's on a great line but I mean that one where he, he um he chased down he, – he's just been making plays. I, I'm trying to think of this specific play, but I just know he's been making plays where it's like, yeah, you may, you know, be a little bit more open because they're having to account for a lot of studs on the defensive line. But at the same time, you're making plays that not a lot of players can make. So your athleticism is showing. It's showing, like, you are a very, very good football player. And so I am ecstatic about Montez Sweat and the future of him with this organization. Um, I think that he's just going to continue to show why he was a first-round talent and, you know, why they went back into the first round to get him. I love him. I think he's great. Yeah, and just for your uh, co-host over there at the HDWR podcast, Freddie, uh, can we talk about Morgan yeah. Moses and how good he was? <laughs> yes, please. I, I, You know, and, and Freddie is a diehard Virginia Tech fan. Morgan Moses came from UVA, so of course he's going to hate on him. And I understand that, you know, in the past years, a lot of people, you know, I understand that Morgan Moses hasn't played great his entire career here necessarily, but he's been playing well this year, and it deser- he deserves to be recognized for that. Uh, because that makes a huge difference, especially when you have so many, so much turnover on the line. You know, we've had injuries with even with the young guys and the guys that we've been playing like uh, Schweitzer and guys that just haven't been here and, and aren't these like incredible linemen. But this line that we've put together is playing well. And I think a huge part of that is having Moses play well, having Sheriff for the most part while he's been in the season play well, um, different things like that. So, yeah, definitely got to give a shout out to Morgan Moses because he's doing his thing. And um, I think that was another big reason why Antonio Gibson went off today. There was a couple times when you're like, man, Moses made that block. That was like, that was incredible. Yeah. So definitely shout out to him. Yeah, I was very impressed with uh, Morgan Moses. So uh, Freddie in your face, yes. my friend. Um, <laughs> um, Maddie, what do you want to see now for the rest of the season? Like we said, bye week coming up, then the Giants. Where where do you think this team can go? Where do you think we can finish? What do you think uh, the rest of the, you know, we're at the halfway point now. What do you think the rest of the season holds yeah, I for think, us? I uh, think I just want to see this team continue to grow. The young pieces that we know are going to be here for years that Ron is going to try to build with. I want to see them develop and continue to get chances to become better. I think we're seeing a lot of real, a lot, a lot of really positive things from a lot of these young players. 
Um, and I want to see us, you know, win more games because I think there's a lot of players out here that just that really want to win and that deserve to win because, you know, guys like Terry and John Allen, guys that put their heart and their bodies on the line every week, they deserve to win ball games. And um, so I, I just mm-hmm. I want to see us win. Do I think that we're going to get to, you know, seven, nine, eight and eight, you know, so on? I don't know. I don't know about all that. You know, I don't know that it's going to get to that point I think again there are going to be close games I think there's going to be some that we could have won but we don't I think things like that I think there's going to be some that we could have lost but we ended up pulling out you know so I don't know exactly what the record's going to look like I don't know you know I think again yeah do we have a chance to make the playoffs yeah we do because this division is horrible and and, and we could just play well enough just to make it but again what I most what I care about most, I do want to, I want to win games for the fact, you know, again, those players that deserve to win the games and, and I'd love to see it for coach and, and, and all that. But um, I think the biggest thing is just, again, seeing growth from these young players that you can take into these next few seasons. Once you continue to get your, your final building pieces and, and things like that. So um, that's what I'm looking for, for the most, I think throughout the rest of the season, if we make it to the playoffs and we win games, that's just, that's just an icing, you know, that's the icing on the cake, I would say. So that's kind of what I'm looking for. Yeah, 100%. Maddie, let's hope that, you know, we can do them things. You know, we are a very young team. Uh, I've said it a few times now. We just have to believe in the process that Ron Rivera is going through. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Maddie. I really appreciate it. Um, I listen to you guys every week. I mean, I, I pretty much tweet out on, I plow through most of my podcasts. I have like Podcast Friday and yours is one of the first ones I listen to. So keep up the great, great work that you and Freddie are doing over there on your podcast. I, I, I listen to it every week over here in the UK. And from me to you, thank you so much for coming on the DC Tweet Team. I really appreciate it, Andy. I love your podcast as well. This is a great podcast. I love listening to it and I'm honored to be a part of it. And um, yeah, again, thank you so much for having me. Ah, you're welcome, Maddie. Anytime you want to come on, I, I, I could listen to you talk football all day. You're, you're very, very knowledgeable. And um, yeah, people like you, even, you know, I, I've said it many times, I learn from like people like yourself and just hearing you talk football, your passion for this organisation is uh, second to none. So keep up the good work, my friend. And I'll talk all right, to you soon. All right, appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.